What's up, everybody? I'm your host, Jalen Suits. This is another episode of Sit Down with Swaggy Suits. Today, we got Mr. Glenn Simmons from Baton Rouge going to Southern University. Glenn, let the people know who you are. How you feeling? <laughs> I'm joked out. I'm joked out. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. Uh, <laughs> yo, yeah, Glenn, Glenn, a little goofy. Glenn, Glenn, a little goofy, y'all. So this is gonna be one of the funnier podcasts. <laughs> we, came, we came to we came to talk to y'all. We came to do some some different today. So it's gonna be a good episode. Yeah, it's gonna be a good episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's gonna be a good episode. Right. So going into it, Glenn, you chose to go to an HBCU and you chose to go to Southern. Why? choose HBCU and why choose Southern? Um, we didn't really have like HBCU culture for real, for real. Like, especially in high school, it was a lot of, you know. <laughs> so yeah, like, <laughs> we had a PWI band, it was so small, whatever, but I heard somebody playing I some feel that. music on YouTube and that's how I heard it. I heard the band and I was like, I want to do that. So I did it. And I went to Southern for the band, and um, yeah, really, I mean, a lot of people say that a lot of people go to Southern for the band or whatever, but it really became something that I didn't think mm-hmm. it was going to become. So now that I'm not in the band anymore, I can learn to appreciate Southern for a lot of its other qualities and some of the bad ones too. But you know what I'm saying? It, that comes to everything. So it's cool. Yeah. What are some of those good qualities that you've seen since not being in the band? Like, what does that look like for you not being in the band? Like, with more time, being able to go to more events? Like, what what are some of the good things about Southern okay. other than the band? Um, I don't really go to the events. Like, <laughs> I don't really go to the events. <laughs> it just be a lot of, I don't know, like, it's, it's a big popularity contest kind of thing going on. So I don't really be going to too many events. Mm-hmm. The only events I really went to were the ones of when I was in a band or I'll go to a Pretty Wednesday every now and then. Pretty Wednesday is probably like the best thing Southern got going yeah. on as far as events. You know what I'm saying? Because one, it's always going to be some crawfish. It's always going to be some boiled meat. It's going to be some wings or something out there and somebody's going to be selling something. So it's just a vibe. Always. It's just a vibe. Always. Yeah, so those are some yeah. that's like a really good quality that Southern has for real. Pretty Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> now the food down there at Southern, Glenn knows you got you got Dunn and then you got uh Mayberry. You got a Mayberry. Now, now, now Mayberry, that, that's the one. Mayberry <laughs> I think it <laughs> Mayberry, you're not leaving you're not leaving skimp. You're not leaving small. You're leaving nah. Done, I think I think everybody. Yeah, like done. You'll get away with a little, yeah. little. You might catch a little burger every Wednesday. You know what I mean? But Mayberry, it's gonna hit. Every yeah. time. It's gonna hit every time. It's gonna hit every time, every time. Now, me and Glenn met because, like he said, he was in the band and I was in the band too at Southern. At least for me, my first semester there, and we met through Twitter. And the thing about like HBCU culture is, I feel like you can meet. Glenn actually saved my life, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! He got to save my life. I had did, I had did a, a square move, and you know they, they were gonna come for me, but yeah. he, he helped me out. But uh, HBCUs, it's like you can communicate through Twitter and Instagram, and mostly through Twitter. But being a part of the human jukebox, like, what all did that show you? Like, how mu- how important is it to be a part of the human jukebox? 
how important is it to be a part of the human juice box? Honestly, I feel like everybody's always constantly yearning to do something bigger than themselves. And the band is something new that's bigger than yourself. Recently, um, things are starting to change. They're not the same. Um, and I see that from the outside. So, yeah, but as far as being in there, that definitely taught me discipline. It taught me to, like, you know, fight through different things we go through in life, whether it's relationships, whether it's, you know, um, yeah, that's a topic. For, that's a whole topic right there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like just doing different things. It helped me. It kind of helped me like fight through that or whatever uh, mentally, and just you know what I'm saying breaking through that. That's you know because it was a militant band or whatever. So we just had to be prepared for anything that was thrown at us and and any emotions that were thrown at us. We had to fight through and we had to make it through. So um, it definitely gave me some things I can carry with myself through life. It gave me some friends I can carry myself through life. So. Yeah, it was a it was a big my thing. CB. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, now we're gonna get into a topic that most people don't agree with because a lot of people don't think like band and marching band is a sport. But I feel like it's different size of it. Like you know, you got your PWIs and stuff, right. and then you got your HBCU marching bands, and I feel like. It could be a sport, but HBCU marching bands, I'm like, that's definitely a sport. Like, yeah. the amount of hours that we put into practicing and playing and outside and right. everything. What is your intake on do you think it's a sport or not? Me, personally, I feel like, one, if I'm on a football field, first of all, <laughs> if I'm on a football field, and if my leg is going up higher than two inches off the ground, it's a sport. If I'm sweating, it's a yeah. sport. If I'm sweating, <laughs> it's a sport. <laughs> if I'm walking out my room, it's a sport. <laughs> if I got to wear shoes, it's a sport. It's gonna be a if sport. I have a uniform... I have a uniform. It's a sport. It's a sport. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care what y'all say. It's a sport. Because why Period. if we're practicing the same amount of hours, doing the same amount of work? May the maybe team, even more. Maybe maybe, maybe even more. more. No, hours. we are doing more. Because I was on the media team for the forward team. Their practice was only two hours outside. Two hours outside. Mm. From four to six. That was that. I don't know what else they do as far as the weight room and stuff like that. We got our band practice inside, but we're outside way longer. We do a lot of hard work out there. I really feel like it's a sport. We do it competitively. We go different places. We do a lot of stuff. Well, we did a lot of stuff. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a sport. Yeah. See, the one regret that I have is not earning my S on my chest, man. That's the one thing. But the thing is, for me, it's like, I was dying. <laughs> I had to get up out of there. You had to go. I had to go. And Glenn, Glenn can tell y'all my testimony because the day I was like, this isn't normal. I was with Glenn, my friend Reagan and Jada. We was all in Walmart. And I was like, bro, why are they walking so fast? Like, I, I can't keep up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I, I definitely feel like going back to the topic that band is a sport because – the amount of hours y'all put into it, the amount of, you know, the mental part of it, too. Yeah. Like, it's just so much. That, on top of crabbing, too, like, if you have to crab on top, you put more and more into it. Right. So I definitely feel like it's a sport. And, like, y'all practice 
to midnight sometimes. Like, what time would y'all be practicing? I know you mentioned the football practice. What time did y'all practice? Yeah, so, like, okay, as far as, like, from the Baritone's point of view, we had to be there an hour mm-hmm. early, um, and we always had sections at the end. So, yeah, we would go in at 3 o'clock, and then if we're finished outside at 12, 1 o'clock, we're not leaving till 2, Damn. 3 o'clock. You know what I'm saying? B-tones aren't leaving. That's a whole shift. That's a whole shift. <laughs> Our whole chill. We're getting overtime. It's like overtime without getting paid. Literally. It's a sport. If I'm practicing from 3 to 12 and I'm not done with my part, I'm doing overtime on top of it. This is a sport. This is a sport. It's a sport and a job. I'm working 3 to 3, not getting paid, and I'm exercising. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you said something about exercising because we're finna go into that right now. So <laughs> freshman year, it was a point where you was, you you said to yourself like, "Dang, like I need to take my health more serious and start exercising." And recently, you've been exercising and you're looking real good. What have that done for you and like just your confidence in yourself? Like, what what have all that done for you? Man, it's a lot of sad, hard truth to that entire concept of, like, losing weight and exercising and stuff like that. Like, okay, me personally, mm-hmm. I was almost 400 pounds. I was 360, 370, and now, you know what I'm saying, I cut, the, you know what I'm saying, 100 pounds down. You know what I'm saying? Cut that down. Cut that down. Cut that down. So, yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> me personally, I feel like my confidence was better when I was a bigger person. And that's kind of weird for people. Really? Yeah, it's, it's weird for people to like hear me even say that because mainly mm-hmm. I just I was so stuck in the way I was living that it, it became it became normal, you know what I'm saying? I was fixed on my personality and who I was and I'm just like, you know what I'm saying? I'm the big funny dude that everybody loves and you know what I'm saying? I just I like eating food. <laughs> I don't care. So, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, Yeah, it was, it was, it was Really losing weight, it started off right. unintentional because when I had caught COVID, and then I was in band. So that's how it started. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. well, I'm liking where this is going. So mm-hmm. came down, I left Southern, came back. Um, and then when I left, I had got my first, I had my first relationship. A little while later, heart broke. So I'm like, let me get back in the gym. Let me get back in the gym. So, <laughs> heartbreak. Uh, I, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I got my heart broken. I was like, let me get in the gym and then boom, sixty more pounds. So yeah, like it was just yeah. it's just been a long, strenuous process. Um I definitely, you know, I have a way to go and I'm loving the process right now where I'm at. I love that my metabolism is higher. Um I can do more, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I just feel better, I look better. It's just a lot of it's a, it's a lot of good things to it, but I just feel like it's bad losing I'm not gonna say it's bad losing weight because you know what I'm saying if you if you choose to, if you feel like you need to do that then do that but it makes it kind of mm-hmm. forces you to focus on your body more you know what I mean like yeah yeah so it's just like yeah. if you don't see something that is progressing how you want it to progress you'll be you'll feel worse you know what I mean that's why I feel like mm-hmm. I was more confident when I was a bigger person because I didn't care. You know what I mean? I don't care. Yeah, I didn't. I, I, I don't, don't care. care. I didn't care. <laughs> so, yeah. 
Right. Now that, <laughs> now that I really do care, it's just like, you know what I'm saying? If I'm not all the way where I would need to be, or if I didn't hit a certain goal that week, it'll just feel different. You know what I'm saying? I can still be confident when, when I feel confident when I wear good clothes and stuff like that and get my little cuts and stuff. But, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's just a lot of different emotions and feelings to it. So it's not an easy process at all. It's not – um it's a mentally strenuous process, but crab it definitely hit me through that. Yeah. So I can do it again. Yeah. yeah. So we good. I've been I feel good, yeah. I look good, and I'm making it work, man. That's all that's all you gotta do. Cause like for me, for example, too, I've been in the gym. I'm the opposite of you. Right. I need to gain weight. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> and I got I got a fast metabolism, so I eat and you know, yeah, like, nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing happened. Like, I, I get, as small people, I feel like people can agree where they, I, I get tired of people saying, you need to eat more. You don't think I eat? Yeah, I'm, trying. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to eat. <laughs> like, I do eat. I probably, I probably eat more than you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's just like, I was like, you know what? I got hurt. I got hurt again because every time I play a sport, I get hurt. I was like, you know, I'm done. I'm done. Like, let, me, let me get in the gym. But let me get in the gym, you know. And I get in the gym and, you know, I me, I'm a big competitor. So that's the one thing. That's why I don't like going to the gym with a lot of people. Because if you think you're finna hurt me, no, no, now you're trying to put me for something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we ain't doing all that. If, if you benching, like if I'm like curling and you got a 45, I'm finna grab a 50. You know what I'm <laughs> No, and damn well, I can't do it. <laughs> I'm going to grab that fist and go over the corner. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to go to the back. <laughs> but that's something, I, that's something I had to learn. I was like, Jalen, just stay stay down, you know. do Work your way up. Work your way up. Don't overpush it. Especially with my stomach, ulcerative colitis. That's every time I went to the gym. And that's why I stopped. Like I used to work out really good. And then every time I would get consistent, I would get sick. Yeah. And I was like, I- I'm done. I'm done. Because that sickness with ulcerative colitis ain't no joke. Like, that flare-up ain't no joke. So I'm like, I'm done. But then I was like, all right, let me try to eat more. And, like, let me go at this certain time and, like, keep my body active. Right. And, you know, ever since I got on that new medicine, it's it just been it's been a breeze, like, working out. Because shout-out to Glenn, first of all. I wanted to say that. Shout-out to you because I've been going through it. And this this is my dog. This is, like, my A1. Like, <laughs> He been holding it down, making sure I'm good, keeping me smiling. It's the, every time I get on the phone call with him, it's always smiling and laughter. So I want to thank you on the air for that because Rob, Rob, you know what I'm saying? Live on air. But yeah, it was like yeah. live on air. But I was going through that and. Glenn and my friend Alexis and working out. That's the only thing that really kept me like, (sighs) because like when I was going through it, I'm like, bro, I feel like I'm drowning, bro. Like, I feel like I'm drowning in sadness and depression. And I was like, we're gonna we're gonna get into that later. But just the gym, I'm like, Jalen, go to the gym, go to the gym. Like I had to keep myself. I had to keep myself, you know, accountable and I had to stay dedicated. And I feel like if it wasn't for that, like the gym really helps. I work at Planet Fitness. And one of our things is big is like try to make the person that's working out, like try to make the customer feel good because you don't know what they're going through. You don't know what they're going through. And this gym is the only, could be the only thing that's bringing them peace. And now me going through it, I'm like, dang, like I definitely. I, I, I see it. I see it, bro. And it's just like, 
like the last month, like you can see it all over my, all over my face. Like, dang, dang, he, he going yeah, through it. <laughs> yeah. He going through it. But but the gym, the gym does so much for me. It's like, and I, like I said, like I feel good. If you watching this on Spotify, like, yeah, yeah, you, you see it, you, you, you see it. <laughs> the muscle, you know what I'm saying? It makes me feel good. It makes me feel good. You know, what right. I'm saying? I pick up my phone. I'm like, hey. Hey, my phone feel like a pistol. You know? <laughs> For real, man. You know what I'm saying? So that's my take on on the gym. It just it just really brought a lot to me, and I'm so appreciative of the gym. Right. So we got we kind of we kind of got the little saying, you know, little experience and agenda with the gym. Right. Yeah. But now now heading on to you said you had to leave Southern. How did that mess up like your mental? Because I know when I had to leave Southern, I was I was down. You know right. what I'm saying? I'm like, dang, like I love it here, bro. Like I'm not gonna say it's my dream school because my dream school is Alabama, but I fell in love with Southern because of the people and the band and the HBCU culture and the friends that I made. And I felt like I had to leave that. That was like one of the hardest things I had to do. So how did that affect your mental? When you had um, to do it. it's crazy because leaving Southern was probably one of the easiest things I did, honestly. Like, uh, really? <laughs> yeah, I love Dang. I love Southern <laughs> for my mental. You know what I mean? Like, because while I was that makes sense. I was there, it was a whole bunch of stuff going on at one time, and you know what I'm saying, like just a whole bunch of life stuff and being a college student. You know, that's it's it's a loaded thing, and it's a lot on your shoulders while growing up and while learning how to pay bills and doing a lot of stuff by yourself and stuff like that. So I just feel like Southern, leaving Southern was probably the right move for me. Um, but looking at it now, it was probably stupid because I'd be further along in the process. But um, mm-hmm. I just needed to do something for myself. And honestly, if I would have never, if I would have never left Southern, um, a lot of the experiences I have now, um, as far as like losing weight and stuff like that, that would have never came true. Um, I would have never got in mm-hmm. my first relationship. I would have never experience things with with groups of people that I never really hung out with, you know what I mean? Like, we were cool. I, yeah. I, I gained a new group of friends. We were cool in high school, but then I left for Southern, and so we kind of got separated, and I went back, and we all joined back together, and we did a lot, and a lot mm-hmm. came out of that. A lot of experiences, a lot of emotions, um, and how I see the world now, and how I act towards people, um, that all came out of me leaving Southern, so I definitely feel like it was for the greater good, honestly. Um, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it if I, if I could, I wouldn't yeah. change it. Um, just because of so much stuff that happened, like the good outweighed the bad in that situation. Um, which is crazy to say being like you and your situation and why you had to leave and how you had to leave and stuff like that. So it's crazy how like we can have, we both did the same thing, but it's like two completely different reasons, but it matches things yeah exactly like that's the same same thing i i can kind of hit on that like did i want to leave southern no do i wish i was at southern yes but at the same time i feel like if i had to repeat i wouldn't change nothing because god did it for a reason you know if god wanted me at southern i would still be at southern and you know like right now i'm still trying to fulfill that purpose and try to you know, I'm trying to realize, like, come on, guy, like, why, why you move me? You you move me from the HBCU to down here at the uh, all white school. What, what was the reason? What, what, what was the reason? You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, but that's like, 
Why? 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 I I, I want to know. I want to know. <laughs> but that's like one of those conversations that like me and my relationship with God, like I didn't took like I realized now that like, it's it's okay to wonder and stuff, but you always have to trust him. Right. Like it's okay to like question it, but as long as you trust him and you put your trust in him, that that is what you know really matters and stuff. So you know now I'm just trying to find my purpose and like going through it these last month right. and stuff. I'm like, I just my relationship with God has expanded more than it was because right. I was already real close, but now it's just expanding more. And I feel like I was like, okay, I feel like you feel you feel like you got everything. But you don't. I'm gonna take all that away from you. It's just basically like Job. I'm gonna take that away from you, force you to contract with me. Right. You know, force you to to focus on me and focus on my plan for you. Because that's what I was trying to. I was trying to do what I wanted right. to do. And I was like, okay, God, you want me to do this, but I'm gonna do this too. Because that's what I want to do. Right. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. Right. That's what I wanted, and I feel like what I feel like God was like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> right? Nah, right. player, <laughs> you, 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 you gonna wait? You gonna wait and see what I really want for you? And it's like I feel like I'm getting right. there because like a lot of people like they'll tell me like you got a good future. Uh, I see the spirit. I see God all over you, and I just be like, where? <laughs> like, like, where you? Where you? Like, I, I, I know. I'm, yeah, like, wh- when you see it, bro, like, people are like, I just see the spirit all over you, and, like, God has a plan for your life, and I'd be wanting to ask them, well, what is my plan since you know? Because I definitely don't. Because <laughs> I definitely don't know, but it's just like, you know, this last month, what it was hard. It was hard, but at the same time, it's like, I'm getting, I'm growing, I'm maturing. I was very mature for my age already, but now I feel like I'm maturing. Like, everything I do, I want to make sure, like, I'm doing it through God. Right. Like, this is not Jalen doing it. This is God doing it. He's just using me to right, do it. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? So that's that's what I'm learning now to go through. And, you know, just like you said with relationships and stuff, like, you're going to lose relationships. But at the end of the day, like, my favorite verse now is John 13, 7. You may not know what I'm doing, but one day you will. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm just trying to trust them. And, you know, the right person, right group of people, the right person, whatever you want to say, it, they'll come. They'll come. But just as long as you you holding it down. It, it hurt, though. It, 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 it hurt. You <laughs> see, I go, I go on TikTok. I'm like, bro, how y'all know what's going on with me? Like all these sad videos and stuff. Hey, what? That, that's why I had to try to stay off social media. I'm like, good God, but it's like TikTok is so addictive. But I'm like, but how y'all know what's going on with me? Like somebody would drop it down to the T. What's going on with me? I'm like. Like, to the T, bro, and, and then especially them songs we was listening to, them them songs that that I put you on to. The, that, that's why I love music, and I feel like that's why we click so well. Just because not only the friendship that we have built, we have a but we got like we both relate to the same thing. Like music is where is that? Like we in the band, we like band music, we like R and B music. Like, it's just, yeah, it's a different story. Factors are, are just matching up with each other, and it just created something great, which is why we're here today. And um, another point you like you were making, like trying to trying to control our fate, 
we can't and it it, mm-hmm. it really gets me when people say i can see your future and i know you're gonna you know what i'm saying da, 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 da. but if i can't see yeah. my own fate if none of us can see our own fate how can you see mine you know what i mean so <laughs> thank I take you those words lightly especially when people tell me something like that because it just makes me feel like all you're doing is creating emotional expectations for me you know what i'm saying like it's stressing mm-hmm. me out that i have to live up to what you want me like I don't have to live up to what you want me to live up to, but you're just setting that into motion for me as a person. You're putting you're putting the expectation up on exactly myself. When mm-hmm. I don't even have the expectation mm-hmm. for myself, you know what I'm saying? I'm just following what he's telling me to do. You know what I mean? Like it could exactly. be a completely different mm-hmm. road. Me or me and you can't see. You know, we never know. So right. yeah, which is um how, especially like after everybody's splitting up and stuff, and like. How we all just found our way back to each other, you know what I'm saying? Versus me and you. Me and yeah. Jada have been texting. She's trying to start a production company and stuff like that. She's been hitting me up trying to work on that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's gonna come a day where we all just, you know what I'm saying, come back together. We all gonna we all gonna link right. again. And and the vibe is still gonna be the same. Like if those really your people, the vibe will always be the same. And if it's really your people, you will always come back to each other. You will always come back, like no matter what you go through. If that's really your people, y'all will always, always. come back. Y'all will yeah. always come back. Yeah, definitely. Like just for us, like it was a minute where we didn't talk in a while. Like, well, every once in a blue moon, I'll sneak. Hey, how you doing right. and stuff. But that's because, like, as friends, like it's this expectation. Like we don't have we to don't talk have to every talk day. Every day we have lives. We do. We, we don't have to talk. Stuff, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, exactly. It can be hard, but it doesn't have to be. Yeah, yeah. So now getting off that topic, what was your favorite memory with me at Southern? I know we we didn't get as much as we wanted to, but we got a lot. We got a lot. <laughs> um, my favorite memories. Uh, when I think about our friendship and going back, um, I don't think about like the monumental times that we share. You know what I mean? I think about the little stuff because it was it was it was more little mm-hmm. stuff than we had more chances to get through the little stuff than actual having like big memories with each other you know what i'm saying so um one mm-hmm. thing i liked is like we just kind of had our own little secrecy like i just really i like that because like it just made me feel like okay i have yeah. somebody in my corner if everything else perish i got somebody in my corner you know what i'm saying I got you know so yeah, yeah. I don't know, like especially like if we would just meet up and we would go get food or we would just sit and talk, you know what I'm saying? Like those are the mm-hmm. moments that I cherish, you know what I'm saying? Because you know yeah. I'm in college, we cool. Like I actually have a cool ass college a cool college friend. So- <laughs> <laughs> you good, you good, you good. <laughs> you good, you good, you good. Do your thing. Dude, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. That that was just one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the max for you is five. The max for you is five. <laughs> Bro, yeah, yeah. I got um, I got a cool college friend. So we be chilling and then we be vibing. We be eating food and just talking about other people. You know what I'm saying? Just talking about <laughs> gossiping. We love gossiping. Gossiping. We love a good gossip. Yeah. Gossip. Yeah. <laughs> It's a lot of it's a lot of funny memories because like just like I said, me and Glenn, we were friends before we even got to Southern. Just like off of Twitter, like he 
hit me up about something I had on my page. I was like, oh, let me take that down right quick. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, we just hit it off ever since. And we was like, we had a group chat, me, Reagan, Jada, and Glenn. And we would just talk every day in that group chat. So when we got to Southern, we was already cool. Like, that's the that's like the thing I was telling y'all, like, with HBCUs. Most friend groups are already formed before you get there. Before you get there, they already formed. So when we saw each other, it was even better because we already knew each other. Like, we didn't have to take the time to get to know you. Like, no, now we just chilling and hanging because we already know each other. Yeah, we already know each other. But I think one of the... I got a couple funny moments, man. I got a couple. One of them is when it was uh, orientation, and we had got up super early because we knew what they had in mind, trying to go in them hallways, banging on doors. You ain't getting me. You ain't getting me. And just like just like you said, the conversations and stuff was just just dope. Like just walking around campus, right. you know, you know. We were crabs at the time, so we trying not to be seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Trying try not to be seen, you know what I'm saying? But we had a lot of good memories at summer. I mean, at Southern, and that's just because of the friendship we built. Like, just not even moments where we just doing right. stuff. Like, just in the dorms, those were the best memories, to be honest. Literally, in Jones, <laughs> in Jones, like we 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 used to be doing. We didn't do that bad, yeah. but we did all types of stuff. <laughs> okay, bro. We did all types of stuff, singing, racing, oh, all that. Really? <laughs> wrestling. A lot of wrestling. All of it. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's what I feel like. That's what some of the good moments that came from us two. But um, you took that time. You took that time away from Southern, and you realized that. You wanted to change your major. You wanted to get into MassCom. So tell us what you want to do with that. MassCom, okay. So uh, I started off as a nursing major, disgustingly. Not too much on nursing yeah. majors, though. They cool. But I just couldn't do it. <laughs> um, I found, yeah, they not going to nah, come at me hot. You better fix yourself. <laughs> but they're not gonna right. come at me. I already got too much going on in my life. Yeah, mm. nah, I, my mama, mm. I got mm. my in my family, but we good, y'all. We good, we cool. But I just can't. Not yeah, cool. we chilling, we cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, just, I really it's definitely not for me. For my family or whatever. So like, um, it was just everything was kind of down the wrong path. I wasn't doing too good in school because I just really didn't want to do it. Um, and then on top of being so, I left. Chose MassCom, um, and what really got me into MassCom was my dream to be on TV. I want to be a series original. Um, that's that's the dream, but the goal is to work in entertainment with entertainment marketing and uh, content research. So basically, if somebody had a brand, or uh, let's say we partner up with our production company partners up with Coke, right? And we're shooting a campaign for mm-hmm. the Oscars. We're going to make sure Coke is featured in that campaign in that commercial for the Oscars, you know, or we're going to make sure that product is in the movie trailer. If you make wigs, we're going to put one of your wigs on our, you know what I'm saying? It just really depends on how much money you're paying and and different stuff like that. So that's basically, I want to be part of the team that makes that happen. I want to be part of the team that just makes movie trailers, period. Um, That's the goal career-wise. But as far as like my dream, I want to be a series original. uh, I want to be a series, yeah, a series original. Um, and one of the main characters because I just have to be. I gotta be. 
If you know Glenn, you gotta be. <laughs> but that leads me that leads me into this. If you could dream about being on any soul that's existed right now or that existed, what soul would you want to be in? Which would they be? Ah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, why euphoria? Euphoria is just my vibe, like I don't even know how to explain it, like <laughs> <laughs> it just got you in the yeah, chokehold. Like it just got it got me in the chokehold. It's a really good show with a really good concept. The actors are great. They're amazing. It's mm-hmm. raw and it's uncut and it's un. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's very grunge and I love mm-hmm. that. I love you know what I'm saying like TV shows where they portray real life so good. You know what I mean? Like she's on drugs yeah. and then they're going to parties and having fun and just being teenagers and figuring it out like we're all doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can relate extremely yeah. to that show. Um, as far as like, you know what I'm saying, being the person I am, I can bring a sense of comic relief to the show. Um mm-hmm. and just, you know what I'm saying, like one of the funny friends on the show or something like that. It's just I can just see me playing like a a, a very good supporting role in the show. Um, that comes with mm-hmm. training, of course, and we don't have the resources for that. So that's why it's a dream right now. But it's gonna come through one day. Yeah. So yeah, um, that's yeah. really how I feel about the show. I just really like it, and I w- I would really love to be on it and uh, portray and and bring to life what the writers are trying to create and helping people see. Okay. Okay. Mm. See, now I want to be an actor too. I-, I wanted to be an actor too, and I feel like not mostly not. Everybody, but at least one time in your life, if you watching a movie or something, you're like, "Dang, I wonder what it'll be like if Literally, I was acting yeah. in that." And that, that's what I wanted to do. Because when I was younger, I was thinking like, "Oh, the fame! I, I want to yeah. act because of the fame." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? But now I want to do it because it's just like that that's seemed it. cool. Like seeing some of these actors, I'm like, "Bro, you would think like this is not acting; like mm-hmm. this is real." Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, that that's like that's the good part about it. Like, oh, this isn't acting. This is this looks real. Like, this feels that's real. Like, they they're making me feel. It feels real. Like, yeah, for sure. yeah. But 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 one thing we had this conversation the other day. One thing I couldn't do is have a partner in the sex scene. Mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> We're uh-uh. not doing it. Cut We're cut cut. 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 <laughs> no, no, we need a. Set this thing down now, right now. I'm the stunt double. They gotta go. They they gotta go. Yeah, I can't. I can't, especially like if we watching it together. No, for real. I'm, I, I'm too. I'm, I'm too jealous for that. I'm too. I'm too jealous for that. I'm, no, 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 no. Yeah, especially, especially like if I hear like some tank in the background or something. Nah, who told him to put cut it off? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally, literally, like it's gonna, be, it's gonna, we're gonna be fighting every time you have a sex scene. It's gonna start an argument. I couldn't do it. So for the people that do do it, like kudos to you, because it must take like it, that must take like some trust, 
Yeah, sweat. Because I'm not that strong. Uh, I'm not that strong physically, and I ain't that strong mentally. <laughs> no, I don't even care. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, so I had I had to get that out. But who is your favorite actor right now? Right now, it would be Janelle James on uh, Abbott Elementary. She's a comedian, and Quinta Brunson as well. I love them. They're they're, they're great actors. Um, they really portray their characters mm-hmm. a lot. Um, Janelle James, she's uh she plays the principal. If y'all haven't seen it, she plays the the funny, um, overwhelming and underprepared principal on the on the TV show. She does a really good job at that, especially coming off of um, you know, different comedy shows in LA and stuff like that. And she never really acted before, which is why I I commend her for you know what I'm saying the Oscar nominations and the Grammy nominations and stuff like that and the SAG awards and different things like mm-hmm. that and they they really put together the show and especially with Quinta Brunson I watched some old videos of where she came from and with her being on uh, Comedy Factory and different things like that so she really put she really put that together and me just seeing it happen and knowing that you know Janelle she did she never acted before they just cast her for the part because she just auditioned for it you know what I'm saying she was already funny. So I yeah. feel like if you can do that, if you have yeah. just a vibe off the bat and you can make people laugh off the bat, then, you know, anything is possible. It made me feel like something was possible and that yeah, I have, that a, I chance. have a chance. You know what I'm saying? So that's why they're my favorite mm-hmm. actors right now. Yeah. Yeah. So when I have to think of favorite actors, man, uh, if we're going to go with men, Michael B. Jordan, Denzel Washington, Jamie Foxx. Pray up to Jamie right. Foxx, man. Uh, I hope Jamie praying Jamie Foxx is doing better because that's one of my favorite actors. And Chadwick Boseman. Those are my favorite actors. When Chadwick Boseman died, I damn near died too. Because I was <laughs> that, that 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 hit me hard, and especially I'm like. Dang, he going through stuff that I was going through. Like, he had Crohn's cancer. Mm. And, like, I have, like, my stomach problems. So, I'm like, my next step, if things go wrong, could right. be that. And, like, it just made me, like, made me overthink, especially because that's my favorite actor. Like, bro, we finally got a black superhero, and, and he, he dies. And I'm like, that's dang, crazy. dang, you know. So, that, 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 part, that sucks. But um, Michael B. Jordan, that's one of my favorite actors, too, just because, like, of the process it took him, the process it took him and the work that he put in Creed and just the work that he put outside of his movies. Like I'm looking at Michael B. Jordan. I'm like, dang, he used to be small. Right. Now you look at him now, he buff oh, his head. Dude. And that's really what kind of motivated me too. I'm like, yeah, I like him because he can do it. I can do it too. Literally. That's how I see a lot of stuff. I can do it too. I get that. Yeah, literally. I can do it, but the difference is he got people like, hey, hey, you gotta right, eat, man. like, hey, you gotta, you gotta eat this. So he got training and stuff. I'm like, I'm doing it on my own. You know what I'm saying? And that's another thing. I don't understand why healthy food costs so much money, and the world wonder why it's so many big people because it costs so much to eat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go to McDonald's and get this and get this Big Mac meal, then go eat, go to Sprouts and spend two hundred, three hundred dollars. Per grocery shop. No, no, I'm not doing it. Literally, bro. I spent If I spent the same amount of money, I would have literally two to three times more food spending the same amount of money on unhealthy food than what I do now on 
on healthier foods. Like all the processed, like the hot pockets and the processed mm-hmm. chips and stuff and all that. I don't even eat that no more. And I used to buy like boxes of really? this. I used to buy boxes of this. And I, now yeah. I have to go to the store. Sam's Club. Package. Value pack. All of it. And like, I can literally spend the same amount of money and get two bags of veggie sticks from Walmart. You know, it's just, it's yeah. the, the inflation is crazy mm-hmm. and the, the difference in amount is, is, is crazy too. But I mean, I guess it's worth it. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so now going now I'm just going off the top of my head. When you get your degree from Southern, what what is the next goal for you like right out of college? Like what is something that you want to do? You might not be able to achieve it, but that you want to do. What would that be? Um I wanna be part okay, I wanna work for a production company, um, either either in Atlanta mm-hmm. or LA. Uh, I'm really aiming for Atlanta because, you know, it's, of course, Black Hollywood and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'm really aiming for Atlanta. I want to be part mm-hmm. of um, a social media crew um, for for the production company and just helping out um, as far as, like, marketing and branding and stuff like that and just bringing creative concepts um, to different things they're creating at the, at the company and different things like that. I want to – I definitely want to have, like – I want to live that luxury apartment kind of lifestyle, you know, that everybody sees on TikTok and stuff like that. That's a big goal for myself. So, yeah, I definitely think my career is going to play a big part in that. I want to be a prodigy in the entertainment business. I'm going to work in the entertainment business. Um, So, yeah, I just, that's really my my goal. I want to be out of Louisiana three, four months after I graduate. So, I'm definitely trying to make something happen ASAP. Now, I like when you say that. <laughs> like, I like when you say that. I like when you say that. But um, earlier we were talking about heartbreak, you know, and the songs that go into it. What is a song that puts you in the chokehold? You in your feelings, right? You get one song to listen to all day. What song are you choosing? One song to listen to all day. I would choose. Um, yeah, you know that song is called. Um, self esteem. I forgot who was by. Who's about? I forgot who was by. It was a big TikTok song. It's like, um, is it the kisses for me? Is it the kisses for me? Oh, that one. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man, I'll be, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Right. The TikTok songs be going crazy sometimes. They really put you in your feelings. They be going really put you in your feelings. Yeah, it's. Lately, I've been listening to like a a lot of uh, "I See You" by Coco Jones, and, and it's this one song. This is one song called "Breaking Point" by uh, Leon Thomas. Leon Thomas. Uh, if y'all don't know who Leon Thomas is, he played uh, Andre off of Victorious. That song right there, I'm like, dang, like, cause I'm at my breaking point. I, I, I'm at my breaking point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel, I feel what you were putting on this piece of paper. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is me right now. Really, but a song like if I listen to it at the right time and it hits every time is "Put on a Smile" by uh, Silk Sonic, Bruno Mars, Anderson Pack. 
boy, boy. It's like it's a part of the song. It's like because like me, I'm a guy. Like I don't like to like tell people that I'm yeah. going through it. Like if I'm going through it and it's getting to that point, then I'll open up. But I'm not. Everybody right. go through stuff, so I'm just not going to just genuinely just be like, oh, I'm right. going through it. No, like nobody cares. Yeah, like nobody cares. So I, I literally just hold everything to myself, and like it's a point of the song. It was like, what did it say? It said, like, basically that I'm putting on a smile, like oh, I'm yeah. not okay. But the only thing that I can do is yeah. put on a smile. And like, I'm like, dang, that's me. Because if you see me, even if I'm going through it, if you see me and you're not talking to me, it's written all over my face. But as soon as you start talking to me, smile, you, you wouldn't know. know. I'm going to put on a smile. You wouldn't know. So that's all. I'm just like, Dang, and then Bruno, it's like, mm, like did, Bruno took it, it up, right. and I'm like, he, he, bro. he sang it, <laughs> he sang it, and I'm just like, dang, bro, like, Bruno's like one of my favorite, just because I feel like he can do anything, like, if he wanted to do rock, he can do rock, if he wanted to do pop, he can do pop, if he wanted to do R&B, he can do R&B, if he wanted to do jazz, he can do jazz, if he wanted to pop out some gospel, he can do it, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> Like, it's, it's not that much stuff that Bruno can't do, and I that's I I get jealous of talented people like that. Like, right. dang, bro. <laughs> you you got it all. You you got it all. Like you play all these instruments, you can sing any genre. You got the looks. You know what I'm saying? It's just like just like Chris Brown. Yeah, you got the money. You know what I'm saying? Like Chris Brown. Chris Brown act, dance, sing. He probably got it's some more stuff probably that I don't even know about that we don't know just because he's so talented. I'm like, dang, bro! Like, just imagine the blessing it is to be that talented, like in multiple things. Because I feel like I feel like everybody's talented at least one thing. Like, you you talented at least one thing, but to be multi-talented, that's a dream right there. Right here, it's a big personal goal, like. I, I try to make it a philosophy that, you know, especially when I see people like that, celebrities and stuff that can do so much stuff, I can't, I can't sing, but I can be multi-talented in other things, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I push myself mm-hmm. so hard to figure out the different things that I want to do. Like, I want to do social media, I want to be on TV, and I want to create, you know what I'm saying? I can be mostly, I can be multi-talented in that aspect of things you know what i mean so mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that are most talented that can't do yeah. it but they just really got it because they have the fame and they got the lights and all that stuff like that so yeah that's why it's so glamorous and exactly glorious and i want it i really do want it but i can't so i, I, I want it I I, I I i i want it you know what i'm saying like when it comes to me like i'm everybody knows like, like my dream my goal is to be a sports broadcaster sports right. analyst but not only do i want that like I want to be like I could be a play-by-play broadcaster. I can be a sideline reporter. I can have my own podcast, which I got right now. Hopefully, in the years right. come, it grows, and I'm blowing up on that. Like, I can do all these type of things. I can do baseball. I can do football. I can do basketball. It's just like so much stuff you can do within the field right. of sports and with media, just media alone. Like it was a it was a time where I feel like. Every guy probably had thought about this, but I was, it was a guy, time I did YouTube, I was gaming. You know what I'm saying? I was, I was gaming on YouTube, but that ain't for me. You know what I mean? Gaming ain't, gaming ain't for me, but like, I mean, I might still consider YouTube like once, 
I'm getting it going. And like once I'm like in the field, I'm actually reporting. Like having somebody follow me around with a camera, like in the life of yeah. me reporting and stuff, and it's just like beneficial stuff. Like, dang, you can do it, and that's money, wow. money. Yeah, <laughs> 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 that, that, that's money. That's money. You got money coming from different outlets. So, like, that's the goal. Like, one day, I, one day, like my one of my goals is to act on at least one thing. Like, if it's a movie, if it's a show, like, I just want to act on a big screen. I want to be on TV. I want to be on TV. Like, if I'm going to be in the mass communications, God dang it, I'm going to be on be TV. On TV. <laughs> there's, no, there's no way. I'm not a major in mass communication and don't want to be on TV. There's people who do who do, do that, and they want to do journalism and yeah, stuff like that. That's cool. That's cute. Yeah, they're going to be behind the camera and stuff. That, that, that's cool. That's cool. Funny. But it ain't for me. I need to be funny. I need to be <laughs> right <there>. now. <laughs> I need it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was my problem. I had to learn that here at DBU because I was behind the camera a lot. And I'm like, bro, I know I'm talented. And like in this field, like if you got to know everything. Like you got to know everything. Like I appreciate them for putting me behind the camera because it made me learn stuff behind the camera. It made me, I'm able to do this because of what they right. told me to do. But at the same time, it's like, I know my talent and I know my worth. If you put me in front of that camera, we're going to have an audience. We're going to have an audience. We're going to be popping because I know what I can bring to the table. Like, if you want want serious, Jalen, I can bring serious, Jalen. If you want funny, Jalen, I can bring funny. You want sad, Jalen, I can can bring sad. Whatever it is. (laughs) Not for real. Not for for, for real. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you you do last this last month. Oh, I would have killed. I I would have killed that. That's it. That's it. That's a that's an Emmy, whatever they call it, a Grammy, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I got that. I got that. I got that. But going into our last topic, what all is it gonna mean to you to graduate from an HBCU? Because it's a lot. Like that was one of the things when I went to Southern. I was thinking about like, dang, if I go to Southern. If I'm competing for a job, are they going to judge me from coming from an HBCU? Are they going to give it to the person that went to UT Austin instead of giving it to somebody that went to Southern? You know what I'm talking So what what would it mean to you to graduate from an HBCU and actually, like, put the work in and try to get something? Like, what I'm all does that mean? Lie. I was kind of scared of the fact that, you know, I'm going to have a degree from an HBCU and I'm automatically going to be looked at a certain way as soon as I get you know, try to get a job. But I try to also live by this. Like, mm-hmm. if I apply for a job and they choose someone, we have the same credentials, but they choose someone that went to a different school, then that job just wasn't for me. They weren't going to appreciate me for my talent and right. what I can bring to the table. So now I have to find the next thing, which is why it's important mm-hmm. to just have multiple leads at one time so you can have something, you know what I'm saying, just in case something falls through. But, um... I definitely am going to feel like a sense of pride and proudness for myself because this was a strenuous process, a very mentally harmful process. Um, a lot, it took a lot of growing up, a lot of trial and error. Um, but and and then graduating from the HBCU, I definitely am going to feel so good the day we do graduate and just make it out of there and just have something behind our name. 
You know what I mean? Especially coming from a yeah. black college, it's gonna feel it's gonna feel really good. Yeah. See, one thing that I do, I always look at. Okay, who's the famous people that came out of this yeah. school? You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's what I do. Like, who's the famous alumni that came out? And like, my goal is to for my name to pop right. up under there. Like right now, everybody know I go to Dallas Baptist. My goal is for when you look up famous alumni, Jalen Sue's gonna be one of the names that pop up, and it ain't gonna be for baseball. Like, no, like you you don't see Jalen Sue's on TV. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's like I'm I've been considering once I graduate from here going to get my master's from HBCU because that means a lot to me. Like that's my people, and I I feel like I'm not the type of person to quit. Like if I started something, I want to finish it out. But like I didn't quit going to Southern. Yeah, I had no right. choice but to leave Southern. I, I had no choice. But at the same time, it's like if it's all in God's plan, then I feel like I'm a. I'm, it might not be Southern, but just go to HBCU, get that master's, just so I can have the HBCU yeah, on my, right. you know, yeah. on my resume, right. on my certificate. Yeah, like it. That exactly. means a lot to me. Like I always support the support black colleges, uh, hoodies and stuff, just because. As people, black people, the stuff that we go through and like, like, for example, the stuff that I go through here at Dallas Baptist University, like it's not that many black people. So Fair. you feel alone. You know what I'm saying? But at, at, it's easy to feel alone. But if you're at HBCU, you like, these are my people. This happening to all of us. Like we can make a change. All of us can make a change. And on, on top of that, it's just like, you already seen famous people come out of HBCUs. I want to be the next one in line. Like, I want to be the next best black person. Not best black person. I want to be the next person that's black to come out of the HBCU yeah, and do some do, good. Do some good. Inspire somebody somewhere just knowing that, you know what I'm saying, he came from the exact same spot as me. You know, and I, I feel like it's really yeah. important for us to become the people we wish we had. You know what I mean? So we can just, mm-hmm. you know, make it easier for somebody else. Because it's just very hard. You know? Yeah, literally. It, it, it's very hard. And one thing I learned is that at HBCU, they're going to mature you. Whether you want to be matured or not. Like If you go to an HBCU, you know the trouble's of financial aid. That's at every HBCU. You know the trouble of financial aid. And that just, it that makes you stronger. Way to get home. It makes you stronger. <laughs> the quickest way to get humble right there. Yeah. Yeah. You go, to, you go to that financial aid line and you think everything, <laughs> yeah. You got a different story. You got a different right. story coming for you. <laughs> you, got, you got a different story coming for you. Get, get back on. <laughs> we don't have your papers. <laughs> Catch us back. Or you're going to be sitting on the phone hours. for don't hours. Like, you know what I'm saying? Hours. Just don't even do it. Yeah. It, it, it'll, it, it'll get to you. But that's, that's just something that I'm really passionate about. It's just like my people as black people in HBCUs, like, we, we really got schools created for us. You know what I'm saying? And we have our own culture at these schools. Like, you're not going to have the same experience at a University of Alabama, University of Oklahoma, Dallas Baptist. You're not going to get those same culture experiences as you get right. at an HBCU. You know what I'm saying? Like, at HBCU, when it comes to homecoming, you got black, oh, you know, yeah, artists man. there. You got black events. You got black excellence on campus. Like, uh, one of my friends that go to Southern, she started 
a ASL oh, yeah. uh, group, and I'm running ASL right now. Yeah, Mina Mitchell. Yes, he started the ASL, and I'm like, that's dope. Like you can do right, so can much stuff. Like as black as black folk. Yeah, you know, it's stuff that you can really do and make a change to the school. So, I mean, that's something that I'm definitely been thinking about, and I, I want to go back. <laughs> I want to go back right now. But I, I can't go back right now. But but the book. Yeah, it's a lot of ways to leave your mark, and like that's the whole point of what I'm doing. Like what I'm doing, I'm hoping that somebody listening be like, "Dang, that really motivated right. me. That really changed me. Like I feel like I can do better." Like that—that's the whole point of this. Like I'm doing it for myself. But at the same time, I'm doing it for other people. Right. Like there's a way. There's a way. You don't. You don't have to go gang bang and do drugs and stuff right. to, to make it out. You don't have to do none of that. Yeah, you, you don't have to do that. Like, get stay in school, get your education, go to college. Go to, if you don't like like the college route, try it out for at least a semester. That's what I will say. Try it out for at least a semester. If you, three, four months. At least, at least. If you want to go to HBCU, go to HBCU. If you want to go to PWI, go to a PWI. There's nothing wrong with it. But just, just try. try. Yeah. Just don't <laughs> give up. Just, do just the try. Hard part is starting, and that's anything. Yeah, yeah. That's the hardest part. Just starting. Once you get started, what's stopping you? You know what I'm saying? Like we've been in the gym for months now. What's stopping us? Like we already got started. It's now it's just a mental cool. thing. Do exactly. I want it or do I not yeah. want it? Yeah. I feel like life is mental. Yeah, I feel like is. I feel like every. Everything is mental. Like if you mentally don't want to get out of bed, you're not you gonna get out of bed. Yeah, you gotta tell yourself. Yeah, you gotta discipline yourself. Like you gotta tell yourself in your mind, I'm gonna get up, and then you get up. If you don't tell yourself in your mind, you're not gonna get up. Then you're not gonna get up. <laughs> I did not get up. <laughs> I did not get up. <laughs> <laughs> you're not gonna get up, you know what I'm saying? So it's it, it's a lot of time, Glenn. I, I know you're gonna make a change, and I know your goals are coming. But you need to you need to create your own YouTube or TikTok or something because you 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 gonna be a star. You hilarious, like Glenn Simmons is one of the funniest people I ever met in my life. <laughs> 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 it's always laughter, but good. Is there anything you want to say? Anybody you want to Man, shout out? No, I don't want to shout out nobody. I'm here. Shout out to my main Jayla Shoes for having me on the show. I feel really good. This is a really good thing. A really nice, cute little talk. You know what I mean? So it just really gave something. something yeah. Cool episode. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so we definitely, definitely we definitely dropped some, some gems in here for y'all. Um, just if you didn't catch it the first time, yeah, rewind some good gems because you need to listen. You need to catch this. Run it back. Rewind. You need to catch Run it back. Run it back. If you if you didn't watch this on Spotify, um, if you're watching this on Apple Podcasts, listen to it on Spotify. It should be a video for you to watch only on Spotify. We're gonna work on getting it on YouTube, y'all. We working. It's just gonna it's gonna take a minute, but we're working on getting it on YouTube. But listen on Spotify podcast and keep follow, put your post notifications on. It'll do your boy a favor. But y'all, that was Glenn Simmons. 
Thank you for coming to the podcast, bro. <laughs> Hopefully, y'all see y'all boy on TV in a couple of years or behind the scenes doing business side. Hey, let them know. Let them know. <laughs> but yeah, this is been... this laugh, y'all. That laugh gives me every time. But this has been another episode of Sit Down with Swaggy Suits. And remember, you may not understand what God's doing for you, but one day you will. We out. Peace.